Good morning. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Freistat Mode. I am Sadie Bennett, your announcer for this chapel service. Pastor Jake Sletman will deliver today's chapel. Assisting in chapel worship today is pianist Betty Sawyer, and the acolytes are Aiden Clapper and River Inlow. Right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to chapel this morning. It's a beautiful day outside, beautiful day to be inside in the Lord's house to worship and to hear his word that he has so carefully planned for us today. Uh, we are going to begin by singing a song that all of you, uh, I'm sure, know. Uh, Father, Father, you are by my side, so let's stand up. Okay. And remember these, this is the psalm that has actions to it. If you don't know what those are, or maybe don't remember, just watch and follow along. It's very easy to pick up, okay? Father, Father, you are by my side. Father, Father.
turn in your All God's People Sing to page 26. You can be seated. Page 26 in the front part. The title of it is Prayer. Page 26 in your All God's People Sing. All right. Everybody got it? Everybody who has a hymnal anyway? All right, page 26 in your All God's People Sing. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This is the day which the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Have no anxiety about anything. But in everything, by prayer, let your requests be made known to God. They who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run, oh, sorry. They shall run and not be weary. <clears throat> Let's take a few moments of silent reflection uh, to meditate upon God's love for us, to pray a prayer of thanksgiving for that. Our scripture reading today is from Luke, no, sorry, Mark, chapter 7, verse 24. This is a really neat story, and I'm excited to share it with you all today. This is the story of an encounter that Jesus has. It's Luke, uh, sorry, why do I keep saying Luke? Mark, chapter 7, verse 24. This is the story... This is the story of an encounter that Jesus has with a woman who is not an ordinary woman. She's not an ordinary person, at least by cultural standards. And she has a problem. Her problem is, is that her daughter has been, has been taken over. Her spirit has been taken over by this evil spirit. And she comes to Jesus. She comes to Jesus in faith, asking for his help. And so this is how the story goes. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it, yet he could not keep his presence secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an evil spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, born in Syrian Phoenicia. She begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. First, let the children eat all they want, he told her, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she replied, but even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he told her, for such a reply you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her lying on the bed and the demon gone. Okay, so far the text for this morning. What is happening in this Bible reading is that this woman who we know is, is from this place called Syrian Phoenicia. Now, I know that many of you have probably never heard of that. What that is, is that is a place that is outside of where Jesus usually taught at. Okay? 
And in the cultural society at that time, there were, there were people who were chosen by God, okay? Those were the Jewish people. And the Bible says that it is the Jewish people that Jesus came to speak his word to, because they, of course, are God's children, his chosen people. Okay. So this woman is not, at least at the start anyway, at least by cultural standards, she is not one of God's children. She is not one of God's people. She lies outside of that, and as such, so does her daughter. Well, something amazing happens, actually. She goes to Jesus, she falls on her knees and begs him, even though she really has no right to do so. She begs him, pleads with him, please, Jesus, please, please, please heal my daughter, relieve her of this evil spirit that is in her. And then Jesus says something very interesting. First, let the children eat all they want, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. That's his way of saying, I have come for the Jewish people first. I have come for God's people first. So once I come and, do, and save them, then whatever is left over, then that is what you can have. But the woman persists. Yes, Lord, she replied, but even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. That's quite a response. That's quite a response of faith. Because she knows that if there is anyone who can help her daughter, that it is Jesus. And so this kind of brings us to our discussion today. We're going to be talking about what the object of your faith is. For some, the object of our, of our faith might be in ourselves, you know, how well that we might be able to accomplish something. For some, the object of our faith perhaps might be in our parents, okay, how well they are able to take care of us, how well they are able to look after us. There's lots of, of different things that people today use as the object, that which they put their faith in. But the point of this story with this woman who was, you know, outside of the circle is that she put her faith in Jesus. The object of her faith was Jesus. Now, let me ask you a question. Why do you think it's a good idea that Jesus is the object, is the source, is what you put your faith in? Why do you think that's a good idea? Raise your hand. Why do you think that's a good idea? Uh, Logan? You, sir, are exactly right, because he saved us from our sins. In my message on this, on this text last Sunday, we, we talked about how we cannot put our, that the object of our faith cannot be in whether or not Jesus says yes to our prayers, or whether Jesus says no to our prayers, or maybe sometimes he even says wait. Okay. How many of you have been praying to God about something that he hopes that he will answer yes to. Okay? I certainly have. Right? Do we know if God's answer to our prayers is going to be yes? No. It, it might be. It might be yes. Okay? 
The answer might also be wait. The answer might be no. But that's not what our faith is based in. Our faith is sourced in, is based in, in, is founded in, in exactly what Logan just said, that Jesus came and he died for our sins. The book of Romans talks about this, where the apostle Paul writes, but God demonstrated, he showed his love for you and I in this, that while we were still sinners, while we were just like this woman who was far off, okay, like we were when we were just like this woman from Syrian Phoenicia, this, this Canaanite woman who was far off, while we were like her, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And here's what's great. The, the great thing about that being the object of our faith is that that is a truth that never changes. That is God's promise to you that is, is unwavering. That no matter what happens in your life, whether or not God might answer your prayers yes or no or wait, no matter what any of that is, no matter what is happening in our lives today, God's promise to us in Jesus is yes, always will be yes. And that's why we can keep him and his death and his crucifixion, the way that he has demonstrated his love for you and I as the object of our faith, because that is unwavering, because that will never change. So, it's easy for us to perhaps even get sometimes frustrated, right? Frustrated with with God for not, either A, we feel like we're not receiving some kind of an answer to our prayers, or B, the answer to our prayers was no, right? Even King David got frustrated, But if you read the Psalms, every time that King David gets frustrated, he eventually comes back to this one unchanging fact that he knows is true in his life, that the Lord is his Lord. And and because of the fact that the Lord is his Lord, he looks after David. He wants David to to always look to him as the object of his faith. Okay? So the point this morning is that the object of your faith, that which you put your trust in, is the fact that Jesus died for you on that very bright and shiny cross. Okay? So no matter what happens, okay, no matter what happens, the object of your faith is that Jesus has come and he has died for you and for your sins and then rose again three days later. All right. Let's stand for our prayers. That's also on page 26 of All God's People Sing. And that is responsive as we have been doing. Almighty God, because you have committed your people to the ministry of intercession, hear us as we pray for one another. We pray for the world. Lord of all, we pray for your whole creation. Enable us to bring an end to violence and injustice, to feed and clothe people, and to be faithful caretakers of the earth. 
so that all may enjoy the good world which you have made. In your mercy. We pray for the church. Heavenly Father, be with your church. Give all ministers of the word your grace and truth that your people might grow in faith and that Christ may be honored by all. In your mercy. We pray for those who are ill, especially all of those whom we love so very much, all of those whom are close to us. Source of all healing, we ask you to strengthen the tired, to ease the pain of those who suffer, and to let those who are dying know that you hold them in your loving arms. In your mercy, we pray for family and friends. O God, our Father, bless those we love and help us to love all people, so that as you love us, we may grow in love for each other. In your mercy. Almighty God, you have given us the grace to make our prayers known to you and have promised always to listen. Fulfill our request as may be best and grant us knowledge of your truth in this world and in the life to come. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Let's be seated and we will collect our offering. The mission of Trinity Lutheran School is to proclaim and joyously celebrate the gospel through equality, Christ-centered educational program with one, of, one another the community and the world. Trinity Lutheran School enrolls students ages 3 through 8th grade. To schedule a tour, contact the school office at 417-235-5931. If you would like to be a prayer pal to one of our classrooms for the 2018-2019 school year, please contact Miss Amanda Minning in the school office. The Lamb's Choir sings this Sunday. Please be in the chapel by 945 to rehearse.
Will you pray with me, please? Dear God, please bless our offering as it goes to Lutherans in Africa and their mission. Please help more and more people to come to a knowledge of faith in you. Amen. Our last song is number 126 in your All God's People Sing. It's called I Am Trusting You, Lord Jesus. It's a great song, obviously about trust, but specifically trusting in the promise of God that is unwavering, that will never change, the promise of God that he has given to us in his son, Jesus. Number 126, I am trusting you, Lord Jesus. Our closing song is I Am Trusting You, Lord Jesus, on page 126 in the All God People Sings. want to thank uh, Miss Betty Sawyer for playing for us today. Thank you very much. Um, do we have announcements and things? Okay, so Miss Wolf is going to come up and do some announcements. Okay, we have a few birthdays to celebrate. In fact, two of them are today. Logan Hansen and Ryder Presley, both today. Happy birthday. And also tomorrow, Chance Jones. There you go. Let's sing happy birthday to these guys, all right? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you.
we pray God's blessings on our day as we go across the street and serve our Lord. It has been our pleasure to bring you this chapel service from Trinity Lutheran Church and School. We pray that you have benefited spiritually and invite you to worship with us each Sunday morning by means of this broadcast at www.freistatradio.com. We command you to nope, the wrong one. you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May his love surround you and his mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Sadie Bennett. <laughs>